Hello and welcome to the Leaders Council podcast with me, Scott Chaloner. This podcast, just like the Leaders Council itself, is all about recognising and celebrating the people who keep this great country running. We exist to give leaders a voice outside of their own organisations and also to support them in the same way that they support their staff every single day of the week. Now, if you are in a leadership role yourself and would like to have your voice heard on the national stage, then please do visit leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash apply, because we certainly love to have you on the programme as well. Um, Each week on this particular show, I'm joined by a different leadership figure from the world of business, education, politics, sport, or even from local communities in the aim of truly discovering who those people are that get up every morning and make this country work. We get their take on the current economic and political landscape of the UK and discuss everything that makes all of the effort and the innovation worthwhile in the end. Um, On today's show, I'm delighted to be joined by Hani Agabi, director at AG Instruments. This firm is a pioneer in highly customised gas analysis equipment for niche applications and is the home of the MGPS 1000, the world's only all-in-one piped medical gas analyser. Uh, Hani, welcome to the show, and thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, Scott. Yeah, thank you very much for inviting me for, uh, for this podcast, and it's nice to uh, be talking to you. Likewise, Hani. Certainly is a lovely day for it as well. Um, I think a good place to start would be by addressing the elephant in the room here, and that's the fact that we're recording this podcast in early August 2021. So we're still somewhat within the grip of the global COVID-19 situation, aren't we, even though restrictions are gone for the time being in England. So with that in mind, um, to what extent has the pandemic by and large affected you and your business, would you say? Yeah, well, I mean, it's been challenging for everyone, I think, and we're no exception. Uh, but also in the midst of all of that, we had some positives which um, have come out uh, of it. Um, so in terms of the challenges, uh, it puts a lot of pressure on us in terms of staffing, with uh, some staff working from home or ill. Uh, we also suffered delays from suppliers and shortages of components. Uh, especially that some of the components that we use to build our gas analyzers are also used in COVID rela- uh, critical equipment like uh, ventilators. Mm. So these were uh, these components were, uh, as you imagine, in, uh, in short supply. Uh, it has also made it difficult for overseas travel. So um, and this affected the sales of a particular range of our products um, as our distributor. Uh, for this range couldn't travel to sell and support uh, overseas customers. Uh, on the positive side, um, we are delighted that our new pipe medical gas analyzer, the MGPS 1000, had, uh, has helped uh, speed up medical gas testing for several new hospitals and wards which uh, have been built for uh, COVID patients. So uh, we've made our small contribution to the efforts that um, I think a lot of people and businesses have put during this um, this pandemic. That's fantastic. And um, of course, it's brilliant that the product has really made such a difference in that sense. And um, have you actually, looking back over the pandemic, do you feel that this experience of crisis management has really taught you anything and maybe sort of made you stronger and more resilient, both as a leader and as a business at large, do you think? Yeah, I think obviously uh, in times like this, um, uh, strong leadership is, is needed and we've done our best to, 
to to help the companies through it. Um, and obviously, in, in, in difficult times, assurance and support and direction is needed. And that has been sometimes through um, little things like understanding the, the needs of uh, staff and um, mm. uh, allowing like uh, working from home or flexible hours and things like that. Um, but also, I think having a vision uh, of where we're going um, helps everyone stay focused and uh, keeps us on track during difficult times. Um, also, I think creating a, a, a nice, exciting working environment uh, where uh, we're cautioned to be developing products which, which have a, um, uh, a large um, aspect of um, innovation and uh, to, to, to the creation of this environment, I think, um, uh, has helped us uh, kept us motivated and um, made the work more enjoyable and that I think is uh, has helped us during this, uh, this difficult time. Exactly and when we talk about sort of keeping mental health in check and morale high certainly amongst the workforce um, has it commanded a change in leadership style from yourself to try and just kind of manage that carefully over the course of the last few months? Yeah, I mean, my sort of uh, uh, leadership style, if you like, is 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 very much sort of hands-on and very sort of working with the people rather than sort of um, managing from the top. So, obviously, mm. um, being um, in that sort of uh, position helps me be closer to uh, people. Understand? Obviously, we we've got uh, some people working. Um, uh, part time because of family commitments or um, other um, situations, and uh, so understand obviously um, people's needs and their situation, and uh, some of their situations have been through before, uh, so I can sort of relate to, to, to these um, well. So I think that has helped, uh, and obviously uh, need to be sensitive to uh, people's. Um, um, circumstances and um, uh, make, make everyone feel that um, they are sort of appreciated and um, um, that the job is not too demanding for them and uh, we, we, we've done our best to do that uh, uh, during this, uh, this uh, pandemic. That's certainly very positive and sort of given the experience that you've had of kind of building up the business and managing it through such an immense crisis such as COVID. Um, if you could maybe sort of give some advice to a budding entrepreneur or even a younger Hanny Agaby that was just starting out with AG Instruments, what advice would you give to really sort of get someone on the road to success given the experience that you've had in guiding the business through all of this? Yeah, I think uh, having a vision is, is, is important. So knowing where we're going, I think that is uh, important. So if, if you know um, where you would like to, to be uh, achieving and keeping that in mind, you know that difficulties is just part of the path to get there. And um, uh, uh, there's always, always um, ways of, of getting support. Um, the, the 
I think keeping focus in, on, on the goal um, helps and, and, and getting that message to people who uh, you're working with that um, we, we, we are in a difficult time, we have to go through this sort of um, uh, together and uh, there is sort of, uh, uh, there would be light at the end of the tunnel and uh, we'll get through that and um, we're part of uh, not just sort of uh, a challenge that the country faces, but the whole world. I think we mm. uh, we, we, we have to to, to, uh, to to keep focused to to get through through this like we certainly do. Yeah, we have to recognise that it isn't just something that's isolated to the UK. It's very much a global issue that we're all in together. And the UK government certainly has reinforced that message over the course of the last 16 months. And much has been made of their leadership over the course of that time. Um, what have you personally sort of made of the government's measures to safeguard business? And also alongside that, have you been satisfied with sort of the timeliness and efficacy of the operational guidance that they've been giving for businesses like yours to keep operating safely? Yeah, I mean, obviously, we uh, we all um, uh, have sort of, uh, heard um, uh, the advice and, and guidance the government is, is, is giving to businesses about sort of, uh, measures to, to keep the business um, um, Units sort of safe in terms of um, uh, social distancing and um, working uh, remotely and, and all the others. Um, also, I think the the furlough uh, scheme has helped a lot of companies. We we were fortunate not to need to to step into this because we uh, we had sort of the work going. Um, but I'm I'm sure that would uh, would be very much appreciated by um, a lot of businesses. And um, mm. I'm sure that that's kept a lot of people in employment. So, um, yeah, so, I mean, obviously, this is an unprecedented situation. I think in, in my lifetime, I haven't seen anything like that, and I think that goes for many other people. <clears throat> so, um, it is a challenge to, to cope and respond to uh, such a crisis, especially something new, which uh, even scientists have been so. Sort of Trying to um, grapple with and, and, and understand. Mm. Uh, so, uh, responsive this on a government level, I mean, I don't uh, envy uh, being the, the government to, to deal with such a, a situation. So, I think this overall has been, uh, been a lot of um, positive. Um, yeah. Yeah, there certainly have been. And I think, I think you're very right in the sense that people are quick to criticize, but they don't necessarily want to be in the same position. And I think this is where hindsight is a wonderful thing and people are really only doing the best that they can with the hand that they've been dealt. And business leaders are having yeah. to do that as well, aren't they? Because we've seen that business loves to plan ahead and loves to be able to be forecast what's going to come in future. And it's difficult to do yeah. that when there's so much uncertainty and things are changing almost so regularly. So leadership has to adapt and to change to that sort of challenge as well, doesn't it? Exactly, yeah, exactly. I mean, it was very sort of unknown uh, uh, situation and how it develops in, in the future and long term. And, and there's a lot of, sort of fine balance between keeping the economy running and also protecting people's lives. So it's such a difficult um, uh, task. Um, so uh, so I really appreciate sort of people putting their effort and trying to deal with this. Obviously, 
uh, nobody's perfect, so I'm sure there would be things which have been um, which could have been made sort of better one way or another. But as you say, uh, looking in hindsight, it's always sort of uh, mm. easier than uh, actually being in the situation to to, to deal with it uh, on the ground. Exactly right. And you mentioned a little bit earlier on that remote working is something we've certainly seen a proliferation of over the course of the last 16 months and rightfully so out of necessity. Um, Do you think that this is one of the features of the lockdown period that's going to be here to stay for the long term in that it's going to permanently be affecting our working practices? We're going to see people working from home as well as working within sort of offices and other physical premises. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, must must do. I think because people are are, are uh, used to uh, working remotely, meeting remotely, a lot more than before. So um, I mean, now like having teams sort of online meetings or Zoom meetings has become part of the sort of business culture now, and uh, people don't uh, necessarily expect sort of visits and meetings even now after sort of lot of the um, lockdown has been lifted. Uh, it is just more convenient, safe, science, safe, natural, and uh, so why not uh, continue to, to, to have meetings like that? And obviously, the, the um, remote working uh, it depends on the job, I think, m- more than anything else. But mm. if it is possible for people to uh, work remotely, uh, I think that has been um, a very good opportunity to explore um, such sort of work. Um, uh, arrangements, and I'm sure um, uh, for many businesses that uh, would continue in some way or form. Uh, in some, obviously, jobs, it's not practical or efficient to um, be working remotely, and I would imagine that will um, say that people will, will need to come to the office. And, I mean, we, we make uh, products and we have to handle uh, the components and mm-hmm. the products. Uh, uh, with our hands, so we, we can't uh, do that remotely. I mean, some aspects can be done remotely, uh, but uh, certainly I think for a lot of businesses, that would change um, the way uh, the work is, is done. And I think that's a good thing, and um, especially now we're talking about sort of uh, environmental concerns and reducing mm. uh, consumption and uh, I'm sure that would be a good thing, and also saving time. I mean, instead of traveling for half a day to go and meet uh, someone, you can just uh, uh, have a, a Teams uh, meeting, uh, and that would save a lot of, uh, of people's time and make uh, work more efficient. Exactly right. And even though working from home isn't a one-size-fits-all approach and the flexible side of things won't work for everyone because, as you rightfully said, your own business, AG Instruments, is very much working on site, developing, using your hands. It's that meeting side of things, isn't it, where you don't need to travel for client meetings. You can be time efficient and tap into that that we've seen by sort of having those meetings remotely and just sort of discussing things from a distance. And that's where sort of it's more of a, like a two-pronged thing, isn't it? They're coming together to really sort of help business move forward as a unit. Yes, yes. No, no, definitely. I think that, that would, be, uh, would be a good thing, yeah. And with the flexibility over sort of working practices, um, I think it's quite clear as well that where work from home is possible, so say, for example, in um, sort of a manufacturing business where there are office-based jobs, I guess there is some expectation that 
home working should be allowed now, isn't there? Employees yeah. sort of expectations and requirements from employers has changed as a result of the last 16 months. And therefore having that flexibility as a business is going to be critical to bring in new talent, to maintain that new talent as well. So it's a changing time for business, isn't it? And there's going to be a real lot to consider over the next few months. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think we, we obviously um, in, during the pandemic, people some people had to work from home. I mean, we we have um, people need to shield. Um, people have got sort of children that um, are off school. Um, they need to be with them, and so the the obviously there are situations where you you just have to manage around it, even if. Uh, working um, in the office is more efficient. Um, uh, so during sort of crisis like this, um, sort of the balance sort of can change, and uh, uh, so we obviously have to, we have to, um, to to allow for for more of um, of that. Um, uh, when obviously things um, are improved and. Uh, uh, and when it's more efficient people to come to the office, obviously that um, people understand that that is what's happening. I mean, they can see um, that the work can be more effective and efficient working together. In some, uh, but in some roles, it is possible to um, uh, work remotely without uh, reducing the um, efficiency too much. Yes, exactly. And um, we talked an awful lot about the future already on this program, but I think we do yep. need to talk about the future of AG Instruments a little bit more specifically yep. before we do wrap things up. Because um, in terms of your plans for the next year, as we enter this sort of period of will we recover from COVID? Are we going to sort of see a return of restrictions? You've got a very exciting trade show coming up in the Americas where you'll be showcasing the yep. MDPS 1000 product that we touched on at the beginning. And that must be something that you're very, very excited about. Yes, I mean, uh, really the, the next sort of 12 months will be focused on exploring the global markets in general for our new MGPS 1000 uh, the part medical gas analyzer. So it, it is a unique uh, product in the world in many ways. And um, we've been having excellent feedback from our customers uh, so far, which are, are mostly, who are mostly in the UK. So now we feel confident uh, to take it to the rest of the world. And um, uh, so we've got a, a number of um, events that we're going to attend and um, uh, first one would be in, in Philadelphia, so um, uh, that's where we'll be launching our um, the U.S. version of our product. And uh, I've been invited also to um, to give a talk there at the event, mm -hmm. which uh, would be a very good opportunity. So um, uh, we're preparing, but obviously, still it's not possible now to travel. So I hope. That changes, but if not, then uh, maybe the remote uh, uh, facilities can can make that uh, happen. So, um, so obviously, still talking to them. But uh, yeah, we, we're going to give going to give a talk about um, uh, uh, actually ergonomics. Uh, how um, so? Um, part of the talk is going to be accuracy through ergonomics, medical gas testing technology, and uh, it is one of the things that we um, 
uh, are good at. Um, we are actually, the, the company mantra is technology made to measure. Uh, and we invest a lot of effort and time to make sure that our products closely fit the user's needs. So we believe that ergonomics is not just it's not a luxury. It doesn't only make it easy to use the product or uh, minimize its uh, injuries and harm, but it can affect uh, many aspects of the product, including accuracy. And uh, so that's why we invest a lot of effort in, in understanding um, the user's needs and make the product exactly match what they uh, they need, and I think the MGPS 1000 is a good example of that. So, uh, when before we started even developing it, uh, I uh, wanted to make sure I understand the requirements. I went personally attended a full week course, which is aimed at um, users of uh, a product like this. So, um, uh, uh, people who get trained to perform five medical gas testing in hospital. They have to attend a training, and that course was aimed for them. So I went to spend a week, a full week uh, there, understand what um, uh, the requirements are, what the standards are, what the equipment that is used, uh, what the challenges are, and talk to people and um, talk to experts and so on, even before we, we started developing the product. So you can imagine, obviously, that stuff was the, the basis of uh, our development, and then we kept in touch with with um, people, experienced people in this area, throughout the development of the product, and then um, actually um, when we launched it, that was just before the uh, pandemic hit. So it was really um, uh, for the people who were doing uh, who um, performed this test. It was really. Um, very uh, positive um, development in this area. We're going to talk uh, about this in in the U.S. and and possibly uh, other events uh, if the travel um, restrictions allow allows us. Um, and we're really uh, looking forward to this, and we're looking forward to uh, let the world know all about the uh, uh, about our new products in uh, very exciting time for us. Certainly seems it, and it sounds like a fantastic platform over in Philadelphia to go and really promote the MGPS 1000, and I certainly wish you all the luck in the world in being able to get over there and really bring that product to market. Um, it's a shame, Hanny, yeah. that we're just about out of time on the programme uh, today because I could literally talk about this all day with you, but uh, best of luck, hopefully, in Philadelphia. Um, if it has to be delivered remotely, I'm sure it'll be just as fantastic. Um, and like I say, I think it'll be fantastic as well to also catch up later on down the line and have you back on the show just to see how the MGPS 1000 product is being received, uh, what it's being capable of, and the impact that it's really been making on the global market too. Yeah, it's been a pleasure talking to you, Scott, and uh, thank you very much for your uh, wishes. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, definitely want to uh, uh, talk uh, another time and uh, let you know what uh, how things have developed. Absolutely, Hanny. And just lastly, before we uh, finish up on the podcast, please do continue to take care and stay safe with all that's still going on in the world as well. Thank you very much. It's same for you. It was a pleasure welcoming Hani Agabi, Director at AG Instruments, onto today's podcast. And I do hope that all of you thoroughly enjoyed the interview. Until next time, 
Now that indoor hospitality has returned and social restrictions have been lifted, I'll be heading back to my usual spot in the Westminster Arms and raising a glass to outstanding leadership. And hopefully over the coming weeks, we will not regress and we'll keep enjoying normal life. But remember, do continue to be cautious and be considerate of others and keep yourself safe because it really does make such a key difference in saving lives. Take care. Better days are ahead of us. Goodbye.